Hello, and welcome back to Talking About Trek. We are back, everyone. After after a little hiatus, we've made it back onto your airwaves. <laughs> Three-week break where Pete went to Japan and didn't have time for this podcast. And I couldn't watch it. Our, I couldn't watch Star Trek. many three or four fans of this show down over yeah. and over again. We, week after week, they've been, they've been checking their podcast apps, waiting for the little <laughs> notification. It's not happened. No, um, it's not. And also, you did get stuck in that transporter. So uh, I did. That also I did. And I didn't know about that until Helen told me. Um, <laughs> how, tell us, t- tell us how Japan was. Uh, Japan was 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 very good. I had a very good time. I I saw lots of things. I ate lots of things. I drank lots of things. Uh, I took lots of pictures. Um, <laughs> my did, parents are soon going to be bored bored to death by the massive slideshow. I'm going to show them. <laughs> yeah. I, I asked you to speak out the most Star Trek. I mean, not that not that like Star Trek is everything for life, and I feel like there are other things you should be doing. But mm. I did ask you to see if you could seek out any Star Trek things when you were in there. You didn't even manage to watch it, so no, I couldn't um, watch maybe, the episode. Maybe, maybe you didn't manage it, but like, did you manage to find anything Star Trekky? In, I did. Uh, I did look. I did like think. I, I did when I was going through, especially um, Akihabara in Tokyo, which is like the kind of the the sci-fi fantasy slash anime slash all that kind of stuff district. And I couldn't see anything Star Trek, Sam. Is is Star Trek a thing in in, ja- it in Japan? It must be. I'm sure it is, but it just it I just couldn't uh, couldn't see anything Trekky at all the entire time I was there. So, um, I, I mean, I, I wasn't looking that hard, but I I didn't see it. a single thing. So, Interesting. Yeah. I would be interested to know uh, how popular Star Trek is in Japan, and whether it has the same sort of cultural impact as it does. See, if only I was I was in Japan to yeah to, to record an <laughs> if episode. Only you'd been like... there for like three, three, like two to three weeks, so you could you could have found out this. But oh well, missed missed opportunity. No, I mean, you know, um, these things happen. Uh, and now we have to go back. And we do do three episodes. Yes, I think we should probably clarify. Uh, we have now both watched episodes four, five, and six, and we are going to go back and do a uh, do all three. Um, we might put this out as one episode, we might put it out as three, but it will be kind of part of the same little little chat. And um, yes, I mean, essentially, that means that we can't do some of the stuff that we normally do. So we can't do conspiracy theories because we know what happens in the next episode uh, and a few things like that. So we're just going to talk about kind of the looser, kind of what happens in the episode, a bit more kind of a loosey-goosey format today, Sam. Uh, okay. and, right, I'm and, ready. I'm ready for it. I'm feeling should it. We, should I'm we, should we dive it. in? What have you been up? What have we? What have you been? Up? Opening question, Sam. What have you been up to for the last two weeks? I've been in Japan. What have you been <laughs> that doing? I, that I haven't. That I that, that I haven't. Uh, well, I've had so much time on my hands. Obviously, <laughs> for not having done it for no, just um, walking the streets, just wondering what. Well, to do. I was. I was. Uh, I was uh, best man at a wedding. Oh, um, sure. And it was very, very nice to be to go to the wedding. The wedding was great, but I was stressed about the speech I had to give. Um, yeah for about three hours and I aged about I had to wait to do my speech and I aged about five years uh in between sitting down at the wedding breakfast and then giving the speech so it was good but I was exhausted the next day I was very tired but it was you, good you look you really, looked really like a and an, uh, someone had constructed an older android version of yourself <laughs> we'll I get to so, it yeah cool, but isn't that giving that's giving that's giving things away let's not talk about it yeah yeah I might, I might have to I might have to edit that out yeah um right. i'm just going to bleep us let's, okay. let's 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 get into it let's let's, get let's, into uh, it. let's start talking about it so sam cast your mind back to episode four no win scenario um this episode 
Uh, if you remember, we, at, the, at the end of episode three, they got sucked into the, the Titan had got sucked into the gravity well. You remember that yeah. all that time yep. ago? It was a um, long time ago. And... Yeah, yeah. And so they're, they're like, what are we going to do? Yeah, Riker's upset with Picard because uh, he fucked them over because Picard was like, we just got to fight everyone. And it's like, that's not the right decision. Um, <laughs> and I mean, so let's just kind of talk about what we thought kind of notes about the episode. Um, obviously, there's the whole thing about <laughs> the whole structure of this episode is wrapped around a flashback for Picard where he's in the bar and he has all these willing cadets coming up and just they're like fans of his and they want him to tell various stories. Um, and they talk about uh, the heroic, the, the little, 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 really early tidbit, Sam, the Herogian story that he, Picard encounters the Herogian, like the Herogian or a Delta Quadrant species. I don't know what happened there. But uh, yeah, who knows? No, no, um, no, no idea. Um, do you on, remember the Herodian? No, I was. I mean, I, I, I was assuming you were about to give us like a, a tidbit of. Oh, of, no, it wasn't of, really a tidbit. That was more of a how the hell is he encountered the Herodian when uh, they're a Delta Quadrant species? Yeah, um, uh, it's a good do question. Do you remember the Herodian? Um, they're like the hunting species in Voyager. Yeah, um, yeah, I do remember it. Although I don't remember them being. I don't. I don't remember them being a, a. I mean, it's 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 confusing as to why they would be in T. And, uh, uh, Picard would have found them, but hey, you know, yeah. Maybe maybe they followed. Uh, maybe they followed Voyager. Maybe they're trying to hunt. I don't know. But they're in that. Um, they start. It opens in that bar, right? And yes. and he's getting bothered with his with his dinner. Also, and... reusing the same bar again. I'm pretty sure. That that yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah 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 yeah. And and they and they're talking about. Is that where they talk about the no win? scenario story is it straight straight off straight off the bat yeah well i mean like, so it's uh, uh crusher obviously he, to- he talks to he tells jack crusher it later as well but yeah he talks he talks about the the jack crusher story the older jack crusher story where he has to him and jack crusher have to pilot the ship on thrusters alone um and the title of this episode is no win scenario and the whole episode <laughs> i was just screaming out can someone just say kobayashi maru like we all we, yeah. come on just say it just, we were making the reference just say the words um no one yeah i also episode. i mean it was like that and i also <laughs> generally at the start i was like okay so i know where this is going then so i know i know <laughs> you've, yeah. you've given me everything to understand <laughs> the, the plot device of this episode literally mm. within the first five minutes clearly they're going to use some sort of thrusters alone to get out i'm not you yeah. know not quite sure how and you're just like okay um, yeah, there's something that's going to happen, happen with this. Yeah, when he says that to Jack, it's like, okay, yeah, you're like, like, we, well, know, we know what's going to happen there. So we know how they're going to get out of the no win scenario then. So, yeah. uh, and I guess that kind of the, the next, you know, the kind of next scene is where it kind of sets up the central premise of this episode for the sort of um, they're falling into the gravity well and, yeah. and they have, is it four hours? I think they have. Yes, um, yes. They, they love a time, they love a time frame in Picard. Yes. One hour, it's four hours. And uh, I, I think, like, sorry, go for it. No, no, I was just going to say, I kind of, whenever they announced the, when they announced the four hours, it was, that to me, it didn't have a lot of effect. I was more like, okay, you know, because I know they're not going to die. So uh, there wasn't a lot of tension. uh, It's it's, it's Um, basically telling us, uh, telling the viewers, you have 45 minutes of of character development and then we'll sort it out. It's basically what they're saying. And, and not only that, but we'll sort it out by using the thrusters in a similar way to what we've just <laughs> told you. So it's like, okay. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Um, yeah. I, I think one one thing about this episode that I do like is that obviously Riker is acting captain because Shaw fucked himself over in the last episode. And I like that this is a Riker episode. A lot of good, a lot of good Trek episodes are actually like 
covert Riker, Riker episodes. Best of Both Worlds is a Riker episode. Like, really. It's true. It's true. Um, and so that was really cool. I really like that. Um, he, you know, the, he has the whole chat with Picard about uh, his dead kid and how it's like, that's why he left Troy, which I thought that was quite, that's quite a good, there's a lot of good character development in this episode. I thought that's a really good development for Riker. It makes a lot of sense that that would mean he has to leave Troy because Troy is literally an empath. So if he's like feeling numb about his family because of what happened, then that makes total sense that he'd leave. To yeah. Like <laughs> stop her being disturbed by him and how he feels. I think that was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I did enjoy that. And I did enjoy, because obviously they, they immediately have their sort of discussion after, I think the sort of second episode, like you said, at the start of, like end of last episode, he was all very. They were very angry. He threw Picard off the bridge, and then he kind of goes straight to Picard, and and uh, I guess they kind of make up. And I and I was kind of, I was initially when I saw it, I was like a little bit annoyed because I enjoyed seeing Rick- Picard and and Riker have a bit of a bit of a tiff, bit of a yeah. fallout, and yeah. uh, and and that was kind of interesting. Yeah, definitely. and then I was kind of reflecting on it, and I was like, well, I suppose if you really thought you were going to die, you probably would, <laughs> you probably would make up um yeah so I mean, uh yeah. you know it, 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 but but in general my 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 want from this was or my want from the end of the last episode was i wanted to see a bit more um growth in the relationships of the characters um you know that's what I you feel about this episode them. in general or just Pardon? uh well just just no just just in general from from the previous episode when we saw them have a bit of an argument i realized i actually enjoyed that bit you yeah, know yeah. and i i want to see characters it's kind of what i've always wanted to see from the card was how characters you know characters that we've seen um in a new context uh seeing how they've grown seeing how history has changed them and how history has changed their relationships and not had a lot of that in picard because yeah most of them haven't been in it so it was nice to see it was nice to see that and although it was kind of immediately resolved it was it was it, and and i was okay conflict. with it being resolved yeah yeah but, but, but i, I was like i want to see more of this though yeah no, I, I totally i totally get you i totally agree with that um but of course uh Riker and picard aren't the only characters in on this titan uh who need to have character development need to do things you have seven uh going on a, a changeling hunt um <laughs> And she goes to ask Shaw for help because Shaw knows the shit better than anyone. Um, so I love this uneasy alliance between the two of them. Uh, really good characters. Like I think, like actually, Jerry Ryan's actually doing a really good job as Seven in this season. Um, I love that Shaw calls the Changelings walking, talking Play-Doh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and That's that um, when she when he says they need to steal their pot. <laughs> Seven's like, do you mean cannabis? And he's like, no, sorry. He's like, it's like, unfortunately not. Which I love the idea of there being a an episode where they have to steal the part of the changes. Um, but I agree with you on that, right? Seven in general. I think I've always I've always thought Jerry Ryan and Seven of Nine in general was was a good was a really good character that was yeah. well played and well acted. Absolutely. And 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 again. I think Jerry Ryan's a really, really, really good, uh, yeah. um, really, really good actor. Like, you know, she's. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of depth to Seven as a character, um, and that is yeah. one thing I'll say for Picard. It was it was a good call to bring her back. Yeah, absolutely, and like a good. I think like because obviously Data uh, wasn't going to be part of it properly, and so they kind of needed that whole field, and she fills that hole in the setup quite well. Um, mm-hmm. But I also think that like even in the earlier seasons, which we know are obviously terrible. One of the highlights was that Jerry Ryan, even though she was given bad lines and she was given this weird badass thing, she was still quite good. So even even in that, she was okay. Like 
It was still she seven. was she was she was. But you again, you realise that it would have been a lot. You know, it would have been a lot better if she'd just been in Starfleet from the start. But yeah, sure, exactly. Like, okay, that's, that's very fine. true. Rather than this uh, <laughs> Fenris Rangers that she joined because of some weird like anime referencing anime because i've been to japan sam i'm just so enthralled yeah. <laughs> you're, um, so, you're so down with <laughs> japanese culture now you know? i am i'm just you know two weeks two weeks there and i'm, I'm a changed man yeah um but there was yeah this, there was also this this annoying this annoying part of the scene uh was uh um i made a note which was she was just she was she felt because she she's found the 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 pot right the not the oh mouth, yeah not, not, <laughs> she not the goes to his, she goes to the finds it immediately goes to the the call she literally the immediately finds the pot yeah. and uh and so she finds the the changeling and uh you know there's this sort of brief sort of altercation um and she has a gun and she's just firing <laughs> it so casually like she fires it once kind of misses waits around and if I and I'm just I'm so I was just so like it, it really irritates me when when you know they don't appear to be putting maximum effort in yeah. to, uh, to 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 killing this thing. Anyway, <laughs> she does manage to get it, but that was just she just, just my personal bugbear. I want to see more commitment from from this character with a gun to stop this person that she wants to kill. Well, I mean, Beverly Crusher had a face shotgun in episode one, so maybe this is another re- reloadable <laughs> weapon. <laughs> maybe this is a new development we don't know about. Is that all, yeah. all weapons are now There's reloaded. no automatic weapons anymore, uh, <laughs> even lasers. They have to be fully reloaded with a new cartridge added or something. It was know. a really weird decision that they made, uh, but they've, they've done it. Um, yeah. And then this, <laughs> when we kind of go back to after this scene, obviously Picard is... Go, taking Riker's advice, going to spend time with his son. He goes to to, to to sick bay to find him. And Beverly is doing one of the most annoying things that you could possibly do in a crisis. So like, you're all going to die in four hours. There is, <laughs> there's this like occasional shockwave that's coming in. Beverly is sitting there counting out loud down, like doing a countdown to each shockwave, like three, two, one. And if that, that would be so annoying. <laughs> I would just be like, stop it, shut up. Like, stop it. <laughs> Um, counting down to your death basically yeah yeah literally um <clears throat> and so um picard and jack are you know they they're excused and they go to the holodeck and um, by the way just a little <laughs> note here before we get into the scene it's so crazy how quickly crusher beverly crusher has gone from the mystery person that we have to find in this ep- in this season to reforming the type of the context person in the sick bay. She's just gone straight back to what she used to be. She's now just that character again. Like yeah. they, she's not narratively of, useful at all. I hadn't thought about that, um, but that's true. And whilst there was that good that good scene between Picard and Crusher, I feel like it was in I guess episode three or episode two. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember episode which three. one. Episode yeah. two, maybe. Um, after that, yeah, uh, it's it, she's she's not really had a lot to do. Um, she's gone straight back to that character again. Yeah, 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 that's that's true. Um, um, I yeah, go for um, it. No, I was going to say. I, I mean, I was uh, obviously in the holodeck. Uh, yes. the thing that I <laughs> they, they, they they specifically spent time to note because it just made no sense. Obviously, the ship is running out of power, very very low on power at this point. Life support is under threat. Yeah. Um, but that's okay because uh, the <laughs> the holodeck uh, <laughs> has, has, as of you know, a, a new thing. Obviously, that's been developed in 
in Starfleet is it must have its own separate power source. Yeah. Um, which is fine, but it's just a shame that maybe like life sport and some <laughs> other of these probably more critical <laughs> systems don't yeah. also have their super their own super redundant power like source. Auxiliary power, use. yeah. I was thinking that. I was like it's a bit is this just like in a in a in a Kobayashi Maroon a no win scenario that there's no other way out. So they just have the redundant thing, but just you, you might give yourself another half an hour. Surely just use it for that rather than let's go to a bar and just talk about Wolf Reef. Yeah, I know. I was like, this, this feels like, I'm sure. I mean, they, they wanted a place to do it. Uh, they, they decided they wanted to go to the holodeck. Fine. They needed a reason. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants Picard's wine as well. This is the thing that's a recurring theme in this show. No one wants it. Picard's wine is now really bad. Like Chateau Picard. People don't want that, which is quite a good uh, little joke. Um, that is quite a good joke. Is that has that come up before? Um, has it's that been come a, a couple before? of a couple of times he's tried to offer. He's tried to say about his wine, and people are just like I, I don't shattered the card wine. Um, um, Shaw in the in the first or second, he tries to give it to Shaw as a gift when he first meets Shaw, and mm. Shaw said says he ref- just doesn't want it basically. Um, right. So there is, it's oh. a little recurring joke coming in. Oh. Um, and you've got the whole kind of back and forth between Jack and. Jack and Picard uh you know Jack doesn't want to talk about anything um I think actually and this this comes in later episodes we're going to talk about I think the act of actually not bad um wait are we good uh, yeah sorry I lost you there for a second um may, may want to I... just say say that say that bit again or maybe just start maybe start that bit again okay um so we're in the holodeck with uh, Picard and Jack Crusher. Uh, and obviously we have uh, a chat between them. Obviously, uh, Jack doesn't want to kind of let his guard down. Uh, he's, you know, they talk about him being an outsider. I think the actual Jack Crusher, the actor of Jack, whoever plays Jack Crusher, is proving himself as quite a good actor. I think he's actually quite good. Like, Yeah, I agree. I agree there. with that. I agree yeah. with that, and 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 to be honest, Jack Crusher has become a a hundred percent less annoying than from episode one, where yes. they would they would they were just like this is going to be Han Solo, but in Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and he's 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 no longer a sort of lovable rogue, and uh, he's a bit more a bit more real. The interesting thing is, I've been watching. I don't know if you've ever watched you. Um, no, I haven't actually. The I, Netflix, Netflix constantly push it at me, but I've never watched yeah, it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's very bingeable, and that has uh, a that has uh, well, basically, uh, the actor who plays Jack Crusher acting as a psychopath. Uh, so I watched that, and now now it's difficult to not read uh, psychopath <laughs> into his intentions. But <laughs> that's just that's just my own thing. Well, he's not he's not uh, the main guy in you, is he? He's not the, the he's main not guy. the main guy. Okay. He's not the main guy. He's in the most recent season. But but anyway, right. that's outside. I this, um, this was I enjoyed I enjoyed this scene. I, again, I thought this was this was good. Like it's really really interesting to kind of see Jack talk about why he didn't why he didn't want to know him. You know. Yeah. And that, that sort of he also mentions that Picard's a robot, so we get our reminder that Picard is a yes. robot in his episode, which yes. I'm glad about. Um, yes. Because we but, should remind ourselves of that, like at least once every like 15 minutes when you're watching yeah, exactly. this, because it, it is ridiculous. <laughs> it's not a real person. <laughs> we do need to uh, remind ourselves of that every single time. Um, yeah. But this, I mean, this scene for me, Shaw makes this scene. Shaw obviously comes yeah. in and he starts talking about why he doesn't think, you know, Picard's so good. Picard's just told that story about the thrusters and everything. Yeah. And then... Sure, this is just this is this is my highlight. This is sure. Oh yeah, his being a Wolf three five nine survivor, talking about he's just a grease monkey in engineering. 
Um, there were 10 people who go, who could get on the shuttle to be saved. And he said he was lucky number 10. Like, such good acting from, from that actor, Todd Stashwick, I think his name is. And um, just a really great context, contextual scene of the history of Star Trek, like proving how much of a big event, event it was. I think they say 11,000 people died or something. Like, it's insane. Yeah. Like, Picard yeah. was responsible for a massacre and it's never really spoken about, so... I know, and and it was. I mean, I mean, jet, I mean, this show like needs a lot, a lot more sure. I, I think hundred yeah. percent more sure uh, in in this show. And this this was a great scene. And and it's weird because it made me go back and watch the Deep Space Nine uh, Cisco uh, scene where Cisco. Oh, did you go back and watch of, it? Amazing. I did. I I just because I, I remember that scene and and I just I thought that was good at the time and I just went back and watched that that scene where Cisco confronts Picard about yeah, yeah. Uh, Wolf three five nine and he again just sort of just sort of takes it you know and he's like whatever okay fine yeah. you know because he just knows you, that he is responsible. You, yeah, you blame me and maybe maybe that's. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that helps other people, or or maybe he does feel responsible for it. I thought it was interesting that he you you genuinely don't know. You come out of this scene not knowing how Picard feels about Wolf Three Five Nine. Yeah. Um, you like and, it's almost like he's just grown to accept that people blame him for it. It's like kind of yeah. It's almost like it's a very Picard response, and it's another sign of Patrick Stewart actually playing Picard is like, and also the writers understanding what Picard is like. He isn't yeah. doing this emo- he w- in season one or two. He'd do some emotional speech about life and about, you know, some wistful thing. And in this, he just like, he's just stoic and he's like, yep, fair enough. I'm surrounded by staffy officers. They know me for this, this thing. A lot of people have lost people because of this. I'm just going to take it. Mm. And I thought that was amazing. Mm. Such a good, um, like, ending to that scene where he just walks out. Um, yeah. Really, like, it made me. It made me go on this sort of binge in, in of Wolf Three Five Nine stuff uh, on YouTube. <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole of wanting oh, yeah. to see the original, you know, the the original bit where they sort of come across the the battle and it's just yeah. debris everywhere. And it is cool. And I'm I sort of I'd love I'd love it to be a bit more fully realised, uh, which yeah. obviously they couldn't do at the time. Uh, but it would be cool. It, it would have been very cool to see that, you know, um, realised a bit more uh, with yeah. sort of. Uh, a bit more because because i guess that's the other thing because it because it was night because it was the 90s i think you're right that that this w- would have been such a huge thing and they've sort oh, of yeah. started to discuss it more in various different you know deep space nine discuss it a few other times yeah um i mean it sets up right. deep space nine and it's and it's the, it's the, it's the context yeah. for the biggest episode of tng right. yeah and, and and it and it and it and it and i guess like at you know in the in the actual episode they, they don't really do it justice and they can't really reflect on it a lot in TNG because of, because it's episodic. So it's nice yeah. to see them actually explore this and say, well, what if, you know, if, if there was a huge battle that, that just slaughtered thousands and thousands of people, there's obviously going to be a lot of fallout for that. So I think it's, it's really nice to see that, like them explore yeah. that. Yeah. Agreed. I thought it was, it was absolutely brilliant. Highlight, highlight for sure. Um, uh, we, we might, we must move on from just reminiscing on Wolf 3 Yeah. We, we, we're yeah, on yeah. a schedule. <laughs> um we then uh we then go back to we we get some vadic in this episode the man yamania vadic is back and um uh this is the scene where her left hand is a changeling and she yes she cuts off her left hand and it's like she's she's part she's linked to the link uh in some weird way it's controlling her we're not really sure what's going on um but she has to go on a suicide mission to get jack crusher it's like she's coerced she's coercing her yeah, yeah. um and, and my only, 
Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, go for it. And I was going to say, my only note on this scene was uh, that there surely had to be better ways of communicating uh, than cutting off your hand uh, so that it can form a, a, a sort of a sort of thing. Sure, <laughs> surely there are other ways of communicating, but yeah. I mean, other than that, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm more more and more assuming that the yeah the aliens are probably the Jem'Hadar. Uh, just in, <laughs> yeah. in new, in new, or in just new the, the new versions of them, right? The new minions of the, the, the Dominion. The, the, yeah. Well, I suppose I suppose they could be different aliens, also addicted to Ketrasel White. Um, I would I would love it if they just took off the skull, the bird skulls, and they were just Jemadar. That would be I'd love that. That would be yeah. so good. That is um, good. But yeah, no, it was a bit dramatic, wasn't it? Um, uh, we then we then uh, we're back to the Titan. And Beverly's counting this annoying thing she's been doing actually comes to fruition. Um, she basically realizes, along with help from Crush and everyone else, that uh, that it's some kind of like birth or some kind of countdown to something. It's like a, this whole this biological thing, and they're gonna it's gonna reach a crescendo, and then they're gonna ride 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 this wave of energy away. And uh, then, and I think Jack Crusher says, "Make friends with the new space babies" or something, which is a nice little line. But like. My main episode from this is they actually reference Farpoint by name, which is really cool, I thought. Um, mm. And obviously this whole this whole kind of storyline is basically a Farpoint reference. They're loving their references in the show. Um, you know, proper nostalgia moment, that. My nostalgia moment. And, you know, you've got the old crew working together. You've got Riker, Picard and Beverly all working together to come up with a plan, which is very TNG, which I really liked. Um mm, mm. And obviously, and it, yeah, go for it. It was weird. I mean, it was weird. Like I, I well, not weird, but I, I guess I sort of think. I mean, you're absolutely right with the references. Again, I sort of feel like this season they've suddenly decided. Yeah, actually, we want to, we want to, we want to reference it all back. You know, we want to put in a lot of references to yeah. TNG, and we want to kind of do a bit more. And I don't normally like fan service, but I think I, I've come to the conclusion that actually with Picard, I'm uh, as a series, I, I, I do like it. Um, yeah, and, because and, it is and, nostalgia. And like Star Trek is nostalgia in so many ways. It, exactly. And, and I guess a lot of it feels that way. But it's weird because it doesn't, again, this feels like a bit of a shift from season one and season two, where it felt like they were sort of trying to forge their own path as a new crew and... You know, and it feels and, like the, the writers of this season actually like Star Trek. I think that's the thing. It <laughs> yeah, feels like in I'll, season yeah, one and two, the, the the executive producers were like, "Okay, this is Star Trek, but we need to make it cool." And now it's like, yeah. "No, just a fan of Star Trek is making a Star Trek series." Finally, yeah. Um, and 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 it almost feels like, well, there's three there's three seasons. The last season, all right, you know, let's 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 go. Nuts. We're not going to get renewed, so you're allowed to do <laughs> the weird exactly. Star Trek shit that everyone. Wants this is to it. Do. So we can we can do as much fan service and referencing as we like. But yeah. I mean, this is just. I mean, as a broad thing, I mean, we'll come to this in a second. But like this 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 series is so much better than the other the oh, other series. Immeasurably um, better. You know, and it's and actually this Star Trek. I'm willing to say it's actually Star Trek. Yeah, series. yeah. But sorry, we let's jump into the ad. So I mean, you know, they're gonna they've got this plan for surfing the uh Which is a very Star uh, Trek plan. It's very yeah, like we're surf, gonna ride away Surfing the birth of a new space thing. Yeah. Uh they, they don't know what it is yet, but they know it's gonna give birth, whatever this thing is, and they're gonna basically surf the final contraction, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and Riker using the, the saying we should use the nacelles to like as conductors for energy. You have open the nacelles and use them as conductors. I thought that was quite cool yeah. as well. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and obviously Seven and Shaw being our unlikely duo are the ones who are gonna go. They need a grease monkey. He was obviously a grease monkey during Wolf Wolf 459. He was just a 
a lowly engineer and uh, he comes into action to help out. Um, and Sam, you, you, you weren't right. You were nearly right. You, you, were, you questioned whether LaForge was a, was a changeling in a previous episode. And yeah. um, she was, but not the one that you saw. It was a, a different one. Um, yeah, yeah, I wasn't right. I, I was I was <laughs> assuming that her entire character was a changeling. It turns out it's just it was just in that one moment. Um, yeah. She still hasn't done anything though in episode four. She still hasn't <laughs> justified being there, uh, yeah, or having any character development. No, um, she's just the forger's daughter. But it but it but it it did work right, and they they escape right. That's that's what that's what. Uh, well, after um, uh, uh, <laughs> let's not forget that that we come full circle and Picard uh, flies with the thrusters into position for this to happen. So he does, of course. He does, of course. You know, come yes. come come yes. through on that that narrative circle. I quite forgot that the, the the whole the whole the telegraph thing at the start, which was how it was going to end, was obviously the way it was going to end, and it does in <laughs> fact end that way. Uh, it flies into position and it works. They yeah. they end up. Getting out, and surfing, then surfing. Yeah, an excellent, another excellent bit of spa- of spatial attacking from a Star Trek ship, from a starship. Um, Riker using the tractor beam to grab an asteroid and sli- and slingshot it at a strike to smash it out of the way. I thought that was so good. I thought it was that amazing. was good. That was good. Um, and obviously, we end with the the space babies, some kind of like octopus, and Riker sees the wonder of things again. He has renewed hope. And this is just a straight up Farpoint reference. I wouldn't even be surprised if it's the same shots, because I remember in the end of season of the first episode of TNG, there's definitely a shot of it from behind them, all looking out the view screen at like the, this yeah. this alien going away. And yeah, it was basically the exact same thing. And this was just such a cool um, Star Trek thing. This was such a Star Trek like ending. It was like kind yeah. of a weird alien. And it was about hope. Um, what did you think of it? I thought it was. I thought that that shot and that whole bit at the end was was great. And I agree with you completely. It was felt very Star Trek. The, the just the whole scene of it. It looks great. It, it looked yeah. you know it looks fantastic. Um, and and generally, but like Picard, all of the CGI and all of the the sort of cinematography, all of it looks fantastic. All, all, all the whole the whole time. But that that shot was was really really good, and yeah. it was very yeah very starchy. So I I thought that was that was a nice ending to that particular that particular threat. And kind of an kind of an ending like the the it feels like a four episode arc. It feels like this is the end of the. If this was like you could make these four episodes into like a film, it feels like that kind of it's all like one narrative. Um, yes, and it feels like the end of that story a little bit. Yeah, before we move on yes. to other things. It's like yes. chapter of the season, um, and and I and I have feelings about. I mean, I have feelings about. I I wrote some notes. The, the, but I mean, we we can quickly quickly wrap because there's there's two or three other scenes just just after the main bit, right? Yeah. One so we where, can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. One one where uh, there's we're, we're back in the bar and the initial start of the episode, and you know, you, you turns out Jack Crusher was actually there reveal. listening the whole time. There's a reveal. And he asked Picard, what does he say? Something along the lines of, didn't you get lonely? You know, just yeah. did being you have in... a, like, Did you have a life outside of Starfleet? Yeah, and he it sort of, Picard says, Starfleet was the only family I ever needed. Which, it, it, I suppose you would say that if a sort of ra- random person asked you that. But it, but it was it was good. I suppose I was slightly unclear as to whether or not he 
it, it sort of seemed like he suddenly remembered. It did. Uh, I, I wasn't what... sure. I feel I feel like it would be so so like unlikely that he'd remember that. So yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. They made it seem like he was like, oh my god, that was the guy. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I wondered whether it was. Well, I couldn't work out whether it was uh, like, but but I thought that was that was interesting anyway, in the sense that. Yeah, I think probably Picard always kind of has, or at least wanted to feel that way. Yeah. Whether or not he actually ever did, you know, there's a lot, there's lots of pieces where he, you know, he he certainly wanted to feel that Starfleet was his family and that was what he needed. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I thought that was a really another really good little. I thought it was a good character development thing. I don't think it was like cheesy or anything that this no, really happened. No, I, I thought it was that, actually quite it a good. Nice. It makes sense that that's why he didn't want to know him. He went and investigated Picard. He seemed like a dick, so he was like, I don't want to know you. Um, yeah. We also get, actually, a really good uh, scene between Riker and Troy, which is when they're talking about, a very emotional scene, when they're talking about, you know, how he's more revitalised, he's seen his space babies, and he's more revitalised. <laughs> um, the tra- trauma has been resolved by the space octopuses. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, the space yeah, octopuses were the it. answer. Yes, <laughs> But again, that, that was nice. And I guess, um, yeah, that that was... That, well, that was a good scene. More good character finally... element. The Riker episode is resolved. Yeah. And then we then we have my low light of the episode, which is I just have no confidence in this Vane's vision thing with Jack Crusher. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it's 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 interesting, isn't it? It it's sort of it I guess I guess my broad feelings about this were like you say, it felt like a four-episode arc that had been finished. Um and 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 I kind of mentioned at the start that. I felt that this whole four hours thing was sort of slightly annoying to me because they were obviously all going to survive. And yes, it provided a bit of a backdrop to some character development, but you know, it, there wasn't any sort of, there wasn't much tension in, in that. Um, yeah. And at the end of this, ep- and then, and then it, there was obviously that bit at the end where, where I sort of wanted some more answers, you know, what's, what's happening to Jack Crusher. And again, we haven't kind of got there yet. Um, but it did lead me down this whole path when I was writing of notes and trying to link up what, you know, I was suddenly reflecting like, well, maybe Jack Crusher is something to do with the Borg, you know, mm. is he in that scene with the red, the red veins and, you know, when yeah. he's looking in the mirror, is, is it something to do with him being, being the Borg? Is he, is he being called home? And then that got me thinking about all this other stuff. Like I was like, well, what about the end You've of season two? You've written a little paragraph two? here, Sam. I'm, in, I'm interested. I, I have, I have. I've, at the end of season two, I was, I was suddenly like, well, hang on a minute. The Borg showed up. There was that giant trans warp rift that opened. Yeah. And they were going to guard the trans warp rift. And we're four episodes in to this season, and we've heard no mention <laughs> of what they were guarding, or. Or, or you know what 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 really happened or what's girati up to you know yeah what what's girati going on they said they were going to be these guardians at the gate but there's been no reference of that so very true. i suddenly was reminded and reflected that not only do i have a lot of unanswered questions from these four episodes i have a hell of a lot of unanswered questions from like <laughs> the previous season <laughs> we don't care about that sam but <laughs> the writers don't care about season two they've decided they don't care anymore yeah uh, um and yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was just, I was reading a bit of a, um, a a thing, and I think they kind of mentioned at the end of season two that Seven of Nine recognizes this is a transwarp, transwarp conduit, but it's not anything like she's ever seen. And Picard is wondering, well, who could have created it? Created it, and it's just, you know, 
you know, the, the ball queen is saying she doesn't know what it is either. So I, I kind of went back and just like looked it up and tried to understand what how that would relate. And I don't know. <laughs> My answer is I literally have no conspiracy theory. I do not understand. And I really hope that they, they come back to this because um, it'll, it'll upset me if not. Um, um, well, I mean, it's quite interesting because, I mean, I wrote this before I'd seen episode five and six, these notes. And as you can see a bit above, my conspiracy theory is also Jack Crusher holds memory of the Borg through Locutus as his father. The woman whispering, find me as the Borg queen. That was my conspiracy theory. Um, so we're both kind of along that kind of Borg line of maybe there's something to do with that. But, it, um, it feels like it feels like it's got to be something to do with his Borg, Borgness yeah. uh, at this point. Um, so um, what did you give it? Latinum, oh, Latinum that was, this was a this was a five bar episode, mate. This was a this was a humdinger for me. I really five thought bars. that. I really thought that we had good character development. We had good ship action. We had a really Star Trek ending. That Wolf 359 scene was fantastic. Um, yeah, I just thought this was a really good episode and all the characters came kind of through through on it. Uh, yeah, what about you? Um, I think give yourself room to grow, Pete. Uh, you know, what, what, what happens now if there's a better <laughs> I can't change episode? it. I, I, I made this before I'd is... seen the other ones. I know, uh, I can't change episode, it. But, but possibly coming up after this. I know. Uh, well, yeah. maybe I'll have to go beyond five bars. Plus interest. probably four, four for me. I, I really enjoyed bits of it. Uh, I really, and I thought it's, it's still, for me, you know, this is such a, this season is such a significant improvement over the other seasons. Um, so, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, Great. Well, that's that was uh, that was that was the episode four in our our flash episode. Uh, we've still got two episodes to go. We're doing a little marathon, so um, stay tuned, and we'll see you for episode five. Uh, say goodbye, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> we're really trying to we're trying to work on our closeout because we haven't really managed. Oh that. yeah, what what uh, are we going to do? What are we going to do for our closeout? What can I we say? I don't. I don't know. Live long and prosper. That, that uh, seems a little bit on the nose. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say, yeah, th- thanks, everyone. That's that's no better than... <laughs> no, that's no better. That's worse, isn't it? Uh, uh, i tell you what, let, by by the end of the next half an hour, right, okay. we'll come up with a good good close out. We'll work on it each each episode. Okay, we've yeah, got two it'll more be better, two more, It'll be two better more in half an hour. It'll be yeah. better. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. See you soon, thanks. everyone. Bye. See you soon.